We open to Belmazog's dimly lit chamber in her Fortress of Sorrow. Belmazog looks down at her war table of Cinderclaw territory. A dozen or so pawns lie knocked down in various positions along the map. She stares at the remaining upright pieces, the Ashbringer, the Mine, and the Violet Totem. There's a knock at the door. Enter. A Charaka wearing armor made of bones and wielding a brutish rune longsword enters. Awakened one, I bring news from the north. The commander's words slowly deafen as Belmazog comes to the realization of the devastating losses to her vessel and mining operation. Flames slowly spread from her hands and creep across the war table, burning and melting away the map and pawns. She stares blankly at the Shawaka, who has now stopped talking and trembles before her. But in this moment, she feels no anger. She feels nothing at all. And then a voice in the back of her head whispers, sleep. Belmazog's eyes grow wide as she snaps out of her stupor and realizes where she is. She looks down at the blackened war table and then back up at her commander. Leave me, I must retire. Without a moment's hesitation, the Chabraka bustles out of the room. Belmazog collects herself and then walks over to her cot and lays down. She closes her eyes and we fade to black. And then we begin to make out shapes in the darkness. Five ebony thrones loom out of the void and encircle us. Atop each is a masked humanoid figure wearing long black robes stitched with flaming red insignias. A sleeping Belmazog appears in the blackness and rises to face her masters. We have not heard a report from you in some time, Belmazog, says the man with the lion mask. And my sources say the heroes left the town weeks ago, adds the woman with the fiend mask. And my contact has not received this month's shipment. I thought you had learned your lesson after the last mishap, inquires the man with the golden mask. Yes, have you retaken Huntergate? Asks the woman with the cat mask. And where is this army ready to march? Asks the woman in the boar mask. My masters. Belmazog stops. The realization sets in. All of the years of preparation for her master plan, all gone. 
like ashes in the wind. She looks up at the impatient council towering over her, and a smile slides across her face. Everything is going according to plan. The retaking of Untergate stretched my forces to the breaking point, but the rings will soon be ours. I see. When will you be sending your forces through? The lion-masked man asks. They, they were severely weakened when the damned adventurers came through, but after a few more weeks, my forces will march and take control of the ring and the human town. And what of the gold? Those shipments are vital to this entire operation, inquires the man with the golden mask. It took every Cinderclaw available to fend off the Akujai and take back the Hunter Gate. We lost many, and it has slowed the gold production in doing so. You can expect production as normal next month. I see. Well then, we will be expecting to hear from you again very soon, says the man in the lion mask. Yes, I believe you said two weeks. My contacts will meet you in person in the human town, says the woman in the fiend mask. I look forward to seeing them. Farewell, Belmazog, says the man in the lion mask. And then the council slowly fades into the void until we only see a lone Belmazog standing in the darkness. Dahak, you called me. I am your Awoken. Give me the strength to overcome this false prophet. Flames begin to lick around Belmazog and slowly wrap around her body. And before she is completely covered in flames, we see her eyes shimmering with the light as she begins to laugh uncontrollably. And we fade to black. Before we dive into this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast, we had an incredible weekend of recording our next few Starfinder episodes. We are absolutely 
thrilled with the way that episode seven and episode eight have developed. We cannot wait to share them with you guys come April and May. We want to give a huge shout out to this week's patron of the week, Taylor, all the way from New York. Taylor is our most recent patron at the recognized hero tier. Taylor, from what I hear, found our podcast not too terribly long ago, listened to a lot of the episodes, got caught up here pretty quick. We are so happy to have you on board supporting us, Taylor. Thank you so much for the effort that you have put in so far to uh, making us feel supported, for jumping in our Discord, talking uh, amongst all of us as as we kind of chatter throughout the week. Your support means the world. We finally announced our new $200 per month goal on Patreon. We are currently uh, just about $25 away from hitting that goal. Right now, our recognized hero tier at $10 a month and our small town hero tier at $5 a month is currently available. Unfortunately, all $25 tiers have been taken up, which uh, all by itself is absolutely astounding. But we are rapidly approaching this next tier. We really are wanting to hit this by the end of the month, if possible. So if you have been wanting to support us, we ask that you jump on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast and check out those benefits that are available right now. Some of those benefits are early access to our Starfinder show, as well as uh, access to our Hero Talk private channel on Discord, which is always popping off, Patreon podcast exclusive pre-pods, and other fun things such as 10% off merch, episode shoutouts, and music and art downloads. Again, thank you to the bottom of our hearts for those who are currently supporting and for those who are considering to do so in the future. We thank you so much. If you don't follow us on our social media, it's the best way to keep up to date with the things that we're going to be doing throughout the week. One of those things in particular is going to be the return of mini painting. That's probably going to be either happening this week or next week. Keep your eyes out at basically G pod on Twitter. The Basically Good podcast on Instagram. We also have a Facebook page as well as a discord that we use every day. The last thing we ask is that if you would like to support us but aren't able to monetarily, please jump on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review that helps our reach for people who are looking for podcasts like ours. That is all the announcements I have for this week. Please enjoy this week's episode of The Basically Good Podcast. We are going to open up to a utterly destroyed Cinderclaw mine. All around you are broken pieces of metal of a mechanical, magically animated dragon. Dead, dead cobalt, uh, cultists at your feet. Um, None of you knew her name or anything about her. I pull out Um, her wallet. And then you... (laughs) Look for those IDs. Uh, She's she's an organ donor. Perfect. Uh, Damn. So you guys have to act fast (laughs) if you're going to harvest Minnesota driver's license, who knew? Her name is scratched out, Um, damn it. um, But yeah, and it appears also that uh, you find a lot of uh, remnants of like bones and things that don't necessarily burn right away in the belly of the beast of many uh, Charaka and Bugarts. Damn. Can we search amongst the rubble? Right, since we're right here. Yeah. Like in in, in that area. Yeah, and on yeah. this cobalt's body, I want that magic thing she had to shot a beam. Yeah, so some things of note as you rifle through her stuff and in the nearby area. Um, she, there is a uh, magic crossbow, 
There's a magic dagger. At the end of the dagger, there is a weird knot that appears to be some kind of talisman hanging on it. Uh, There is um, a bunch of elixirs and potions of sorts on in like a belt loop thing uh, pouch. And then she is wearing a magic ring. And then she has a magic staff that shot a fireball at you guys. Um, So if Frizzigate wants to roll a crafting check and Aaron wants to roll an arcana check, I will tell you everything that you guys are able to glean. Um, Since now I get a plus 18 to crafting. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention on air. You guys are all level eight now. (laughs) (laughs) We got some good stuff, dudes. Oh, yeah. I give a quick little rundown of. Oh. Yeah, do we do the brand? Well, let, let's go ahead and do the loot since okay. we already rolled that. First of all, yeah. Uh, crafting check of 32. Arcana okay. of 34. Dang it. Okay. That's going to no, cover everything. Word. So, I will go from. from but I want to win. Not as cool stuff to the coolest stuff I will go through. So, um, I will start with the potions. You guys have gained three. Lesser elixirs of life. Oh, you have gained four greater antidotes. Cool. Oh, I'm dying, by the way. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> forget about that. Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah, I guess. Are you in dying right now? About that. Um, okay, Choking on poison. So I, I forgot to do this, but I do remember. Claire, okay, before you guys do any kind of rifling through the loot of this stuff, Claire, you were the last one who went. Immediately after you turn wise, it's Urkel. Urkel, it is your turn, and you currently are poisoned and took 5d6 damage last turn. Um, do we have so any feel- antidotes? Yeah. I think so. I'm looking really fast. Yeah, I have two lesser antidotes. Oh, yeah. We, okay. Can I have one of those? You Can I run over it. to Aaron? You reach into my my bag of holding, and at the top is an antidote. Okay, so yeah, you move over, and you can go ahead and drink it. That'll give you a plus two, I believe. A lesser antidote. Nice. Um, Sorry to cut, So go ahead and give me a fortitude save. Uh, What, fortitude save? Yep. 14 plus. Plus two. Wait. Two plus. Yeah, plus two. Mod. Oh, jeez, sorry. Are we acting under level seven still? I assume. Uh, yeah. yeah. Twenty-nine. Okay, you save, and you're no longer poisoned. Um, have you taken any damage from it yet? No, this is first round. Okay, okay. Well, then uh, Frizzigig was the one that took 5d6. So you're going to take 5d6 poison damage. Wait. So that is, um, let's see, 11. And... All right, so 19 okay. poison damage, and then you're fine. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. It's a little... Rough. Very, very potent poison. Yikes. Um, 
So now that Urkel's no longer dying, we Sorry. can finally get back to the <laughs> Continue. loot. Continue. Um, now back to the fine stuff. Loot. Uh, but yeah, Elixirs of Life, Lesser 3, 4 Greater Antidotes, which you have obviously like plus 4 or something more than the plus 2. Uh, 2 Moderate Potions of Healing. Um, a plus 1 Crossbow. A plus 1 Dagger. Uh, here comes the good stuff. A Murderer's Knot. <gasps> This is a consumable talisman that is currently affixed to the dagger. And what it does, let's see. Murder is not. Um, the trigger is when you damage a flat-footed creature and uh, strike. Urgle. Urk. Uh, this, this black strand of leather is tied to look like a piece knot when the weapon is worn. Um, when you activate the knot, the creature you damage takes 1d6 persistent bleed damage. But if you have the twist, the knife <gasps> talisman instead deals persistent bleed damage equal to your sneak attack damage. What's your sneak so attack? What, so your sneak attack right now? What is right now? Damn. Well, does it go up to 3D? When does it go to 3D6? And is that if only if he twists the knife or just if he has twist the knife? If he has, if he twist has twist the knife. Twist the Dang, knife. passive. Yeah. Passive. Oh, it'll go back. Uh, level 11. Okay. okay. I thought it was soon. Yeah. So, Sneak attack. But yeah, so, 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 yeah. So, 2d6. Bleed. So, one use. Pop it. Right? Talisman. It's, yeah, one use. Yeah. So, that's oh, fun. Oh, talisman. That is nice. Um, and then... Uh, there are two more things. There is the ring, and it is a ring of resist energy fire. So that is another ring of DR5 Whoa. to fire. Give it to Rinaldi. <laughs> oh, jeez. And, and finally, the the tastiest of them all. Ooh. The piece de resistance. Uh, Give me it. Aaron, in your in your hands is a greater staff of fire. Okay. And it has the spells that you can cast with it. Are um, the cantrip produce flame whenever uh, burning hands first level, second level heightened burning hands or flaming sphere, third level. Heightened Flaming Sphere or Fireball. Oof. Ooh. Fire Staff. And Staves are actually way more cool, or way cooler than they were in Thirsty. Um, because uh, since you can cast fourth level spells every day, this thing just comes, this thing you can just, you can only do one staff per day, but you can put four charges on this staff and they're just free spells. That is unbelievable. That's insane. That's so insane. you just wow. have of those spells, of those specific spells, you just have four charges that you can spend. However, you just have day. four fireballs. Do I have? No, 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 no. He has so a fireball would be worth three charges uh, for thirty. Oh, spell. I see. Okay. So wow. it, you know, but but it's free, so it doesn't come out of any of your daily stuff. You know, so that's Dang. crazy. Anyways, dude, this and is it's good. a melee weapon. So yo, what? And you can you can put you can put runes you can put runes on Aaron stabs. Has oh, yeah. Evocation. Aaron has more evocation. 
You can interact action to touch the tip of the staff to a torch, tinder, or flammable substance to ignite a fire. Cool. Holy. That's just fun. Nah, that's fun. That's just fun. That's just fun. Yeah, I I got got I'm carrying sinks. it around now. I got some shiny lit, Aaron. What do we call them? Tinder twigs? No, that's matches. But then finally, on the dead kobold, you find. There's more? Small. Yeah, you find a small leather journal. Oh. I tossed it in the fire. <laughs> is it uh is it in cobalt, common, draconic? Uh I think I don't think there is a cobalt language, so it, it's draconic, because technically the dragons. Alright. I pick nice. it up. Yeah, but it is in Draconic. I, I speak I and read Draconic. Cause I'm Three of a us? dragon scholar. So I'm gonna I'm gonna peep it. You okay. peep it, dude. Peep um, it. You look through peep on the what sticks out to you is the most recent journal entry. And what does it I say? Will, I will send that to you, Ronnie. Feel free to read it if you want. Hello. Hey, hey. Hey, guys, come over here. She she had a journal on her. This, uh, this last entry is interesting. Oh, let's see here. So come out, this may be the last I write to you. The false prophet and her followers lurk nearby and the last scouting party shows no signs of returning. Each passing moon since all of you left, I have felt more and more alone. I have nothing but disdain for these apes and toads, Belmazog and pressed upon me despite their allegiance to the Sorrow Maker. When he returns, it is us dragonkin he will favor, not these savages. I understand why you left. I just now wish I would have listened and gone with you. I wash and wash, but my hands will forever be slick with the blood of every thorn scale who perished in that mine. I just pray to Dahak that their sacrifice was worth something. There must be something that masters aren't telling us. Some reason they seek the blood of the Sorrow Maker. The Awoken acts like she knows everything, but I can tell she only receives pieces from their special meetings. Well, once we defeat this false prophet and I lay her head before Belmazog, <laughs> she wishes, it should earn me a place at the mm. table. And then it will be safe for you all to return to me, and it will be the Charaka and Bogards who will mine poison from the earth. Yes, all will be okay, Zakomo. I just need to kill this damned Akujai, and we can all be together again. Hazel. Well, I mean, she was wrong to assume that she could have killed me, but I mean, that aside, there's a lot of interesting information here. So let's talk about that instead. <laughs> this is the first, <laughs> um, the kobold that we've come across in the cult, and it sounds like she was slightly being held against her will, and from what we've seen here, it looks like she finally snapped, took care of her allies killed them all yeah it's it's odd I, I assumed that everyone in the cult was kind of on the same page but it seems here that dragon kin uh, that actually worshipped a hawk or or maybe were worshipping the hawk before this cult began think that they're like some sort of special circumstance I, I don't know it's weird 
But True she worship, also yeah. mentions the masters. Wow, I wonder who those are. Is somebody pulling the strings here? Um, I I think there's clearly a lot going on behind the scenes that has that is way beyond anything we're doing right here, which is I don't know. And on on one hand, makes me feel like well we're fighting a small fry, which is nice but then when you think about it for another second it's real bad so you think that there's somebody greater than this belmazog character we don't know the name we don't know belmazog we don't know her no. name okay. then this blue... you know oh well did she just did she mention yeah she called well, no i think she called her her the awoken, the awoken. no no it says oh i lay her head before belmazog oh. yeah okay cool um so this and and the awoken so yeah mm-hmm. oh so this assumed Belmazog, I assuming is, is who we fought earlier, who you fought, Calere, is just at best second in command. I don't <laughs> even think she's that. Honestly, this. There was a line that kind of stuck out to me. It says here, there must be something the masters aren't telling us some reason they seek the blood of the sorrow maker make a make a elf lore or um society check Claire. okay i think i have elf lore i do believe i do yeah or aaron maybe both of us but I- which this one? is mostly a Kaleri kind of thing. Uh, society or Elf Lore? Maybe I can assist. Elf Lore 30. Okay, that, that'll be it. Uh, Kaleri, you remember the stories told in your youth about the Great Darkness and how the Akuje fought fought the Great Darkness away and, you know, trapped it and everything. Um, and one of the lines kind of in the oral story tradition is that... Um, the like spears of the Kaleti, you know, the like the the Akujai who like gave their lives to become weapons to be used against Dahak. Um, they were the only things that were able to pierce the scales of the Great Darkness. And when they did, um, in the oral story, it um it like made the god bleed and his blood covered the land and it and that is kind of how they explain the gold, his golden blood spread across the land. And that is their kind of oral way of explaining all of the gold deposits hmm. hidden throughout the Mwangi. And that it's like his golden blood, you know? So it's like that for the most part has been kind of like metaphorical, but it also was like, is that real? Is that just like oral tradition? You know. Hmm. So the gold here is being referred to as the blood of Dahak. So it's just essentially, from what I know, if I don't believe that it's more than just oral tradition, it's just they just want gold. Right. Or you could look at in a literal sense and like, yeah, you could look at, oh, it's just gold. Or you could be like literal, like, oh, I believe, you know, this is the blood of Jahat from a thousand years ago. You know, mm-hmm. literal, his blood was literal gold or not. So, okay. Or maybe cool. they want the arsenic. 
and that's also why it. and that's also why gold is so hated mm-hmm. is because yeah. of that the blood of the great line darkness. in the story it's the blood of the great darkness yeah. is gold yeah. so you know makes sense. is that metaphorical is that literal it's up it's kind of interpretation that makes sense um doesn't matter it's cultural it sounds like it's ingrained in the culture which is crazy well i can i'll do this in character so i don't know if aaron you've heard stories about about that time long ago but because we're here and this is where the great darkness kind of was fought off i i have this memory of a story that was told to me by my mother and father when i was really young about the gold deposits here being referred to as the blood of the great darkness and I don't know. I never really thought twice about it. I don't know if I believe that now, but if they are specifically trying to get the gold from here, I, I don't know. Like, are, are they just trying to make money, try to make a quick buck and and using this whole cult as a front? Or is there more to this concept of the blood of the sorrow maker? I don't know. There are two things that I assume um, about this gold. Um, Claire, we've seen that this tainted gold that we've had is um, weirdly uh, uh, is very toxic and potentially horrific um, thing that could that happens to a body, you know, when consumed. Um, if something like this were to go into circulation, it could easily bring down a city, easily, if it was fashioned into currency. Um, not sure if that's what the plan is, um, but if purification is what they're going for, like the bar that we did find, and they're just needing the money, and they found a way to get money, um, I hate to be the one to break this to you all, but money wins wars. And if funding is part of making this cult something that's worth, worth more than just sticks and twigs and crude weaponry that we've seen so far, then, um, the amount of armor that could be brought to a cult like this um, would potentially make them a lot scarier than what we've been fighting. So either way, not not good. Yeah, we don't know anything about like all the um, purification has been happening in cold opens or in the other timeline, right? No, we found a bar that was pure. It wasn't right. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. the first bar, you, the first bar you found a hunter gate had arsenic on it. The but the bar didn't. that you have found recently that was in on in Grau's backpack yeah. had been purified somehow. Okay. They but you the arsenic, I'm telling you. That's what <laughs> it be is. One of the so gold is a diversion. Arsenic. It's the arsenic. Uh, Chance, can I can I make a dragon lore roll here? I don't know if it would help, but just like have I read anything or heard anything about Dahak and like I don't know, like, are they trying to, like, bring another visage of him into the plane through, like, some sort of weird ritual? Like, would I be able to glean any of that, like, glean any of that from, like, them trying to collect his blood, quote-unquote, even though they're purifying it? I... you can try. You can try a dragon lore check. That means it's a DC 50. High DC. High DC. Here we go. That means it's a DC (laughs) non-existent. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. And I reserve the right to say a natural 20 does not answer the question. 
<laughs> Why would I even roll? Roll for it. I'm just saying you can. <sighs> 22. 22. Um, you would glean that that if this had if if this was literal if the stories were literal and that this was you know actually blood of of an ancient old dragon you know um and had some kind of properties perhaps it could be used as a component you know maybe um like like that's what like dragon cultists do like like kobolds and like these kind of people like they seek all these like random bits from like dragons to kind of cobble together so like if it was literal yes maybe it could have some value is it literal you're not sure hmm. but just from what you've been reading like this is what dragon cults kind of do they kind of get at anything they could possibly to try and bring back keep. dragons yeah a little bit yeah. of mumbo jumbo okay or to or to please a lot of kobolds and stuff like are trying to please the greater dragons to like gain spots on their you know brood okay that makes sense that makes sense okay cool well i think we should check out what's down there but that's just me i say we absolutely keep looking around no threats available yeah. currently um okay where on it. the map are you guys wanting to go to the uh, i think we just go here right yeah, let's hit buildings first, and then we'll go downstairs okay. into the mine. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you guys walk over here. Or I guess you should see... we check out this these pits? Yeah. Um, you guys approach kind of like an like it's it's kind of gone out now, but it's like a bon pot a bonfire um, where they would do kind of like large scale cooking, um, or you know burning trash or whatever, um, and then all of, like this little like rounded area with like looks like bamboo over it. Mm -hmm. um, this is like a storage facility for a lot of like jerky and dry dry goods. Mm. So this is, you would imagine this is kind of like their mess hall, like outdoor mess area. Was um, any of it good looking? Um, yeah, there's about like a week's worth of rations down there. I grab some, I grab some jerky and I eat it. Dude, what kind of jerky? What kind of meat? Um, what can I, what do I taste? Uh, do I roll it, a uh, tastes like tastes like chicken. Is it elf meat? Tastes like chicken. Is it elf um, meat? <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, it's it's mostly nice it's mostly like animals from around around the area. Perfect. Nothing weird. No cats. But like let's those, go ahead and rations. Uh, like we could take we could restock our rations. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think we take yeah. it. We yeah, pack we up. Some, um, right here. Oh, I just made it worse. Um, oh no. Uh, here you guys go in uh, this like little shack and it is a uh, barracks for just more like cots like you see like these were once kind of like a um, some kind of humanoid society kind of cots like sized for humans and things but are like in different horrible states of decay and uh, she's torn, feathers gone, but they're like monkey, you know, Charaka have been stationed here. Footlockers? Okay. Um, there is nothing of value that you guys can find other than kind of mundane, shoddy, like rope. Shoddy? Like farming equipment. So. Okay. 
Okay. Shawnee. Shawnee. I'm going to use Expeditious Search as we search around here. It takes us half the time All right. to search rooms. Ha-ha! Cool. Doesn't nice. Do All right. <laughs> There's nothing in here? Nothing in here. Nothing in All there. Right, next. Move on to the next building. What this about this uh, symbol? Yeah. This yeah. little yeah. Mm-hmm. hieroglyph uh, on the ground. crop circle looking thing on the ground. And, uh, I, I put my magic into it. Uh, uh, Aaron, give me an arcana check. A dragon. <laughs> I teleport Jeez. myself into a dragon. <laughs> Aaron turns arcana. into a dragonborn. Arcana. Crit. Tw- 36. Holy. Holy. Um, I know all of it. This... This is an obvious summoning circle for summoning extra planar creatures. And you would imagine this is how the Vrock came to be here. Can I uh, draw the symbol so I have it? Um, I don't think you can glean the spell from this. Oh. This is more just like the rim. This is, you don't see the ritual. You just see the aftermath of the ritual. That is rad idea, though. Lame. That yeah, good idea. I destroyed the circle. There's more to the ritual than just the circle. Yeah. It's, kind of right. like... it's one of the components. I destroy the circle. Yeah. Okay. Next With like room, a stick or something, I, I scratch it up. <laughs> yeah, you guys go into this cabin. Yeah, it's coming here. There is a... Um, there's some, some info in here, so let me... Ooh. We expeditiously search. By info, do you mean gold coins? <laughs> If there's no gold, we're out. There's no gold, we're cold. Okay. So, uh... The blends. Inside, this cozy hut contains a table filled with bottles, glass distillers, a small chair, a dry linen bed, potions that bubble over magical flames, and the chemical smell that lingers in the air. Um, It is only six feet tall, with no windows. I'm and the door is unlocked. Um, but as you guys kind of like huddle inside, uh, you would imagine this is probably the alchemist that you just fought and who had all the potions on her belt. This would have been her workshop, right? Um, in one corner, you see there are many large bins where, uh, physically going to be a kind of master crafter check, crafting check here. Alrighty. Thirty-three. All right. So from from what you glean from this is a pretty obvious um, um, separating ore from like rock and um, like the actual what's that process called like. Um, Smelting. It's a smelting operation. Like there's a furnace and there are bins where like in one bin it's just like rock and then the other bin you would put like the actual like gold nuggets like kind of taken huh. and like melted down and everything. Um, but there are no gold nuggets or any kind of like precious metals. But there is a bin full of like refuse from the 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 runoff of this ore smelter. Um, and next to it, following down the line, you see there is a press where um, one could take precious metal and craft an ingot. And with this uh, press, you see there is a stamp for official Cheliac's huh. gold ingots. There it is. 
Do we have? We don't have. Well, pull out the gold bar that we have. Uh, yeah, you pull out your gold bar. Does it match? And it it matches the it matches the insignia. I think we found our press, our mold, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're continuing to go down, you see there is a very thorough process of full of beakers and flames and you know Bunsen burners and this whole thing of frizzing with your crafting check of a way to take you would imagine of a way of purifying the gold and extracting any kind of poisonous um, um, oils or or content right so you you see like laying out the, the whole operation of mining the ore smelting it pressing it, purifying the ingot, you know. Uh, and then finally, at the very end, you see there is kind of a little um, table full of scrolls, uh, papers, paperweights, um, and ink quills, and there is a large tome. Wait a second. Any of those scrolls magical? None of them are magical. Is the tome? No. The I will quills. The tome. Do they have any recipes in them? <laughs> no. <laughs> I quickly shuffle through the papers. Do I see anything good? Um, a, a lot of the papers uh, appear to be like, yeah, like recipes and doodles, alchemical, alchemical kind of things. Basically, kind of like uh, thought processes of how to, you know, extract the poison, the arsenic, uh, things like that. Uh, but you check out the the uh, big book, yeah. and it appears to be a ledger. Oh, reading that for sure. How much money has gone out of this place? Yeah, give me the deets. And you see, you see that once, once a um, let me think. Um, yeah, once a week, an ingot is being sent. Mm. Once a week, an ingot goes is constantly being sent. Sent where? Um, you you see that looking through the ledger and like instructions that apparently they have been using the Vanji and have been sending the ingots downriver through the Vanji to a place called Blood Cove. Hmm. Sounds familiar. So, so nothing Sounds coming up familiar. river. There's no transaction. Mm -hmm. It is only mine, smelt, purify, send down river to a place called Blood Cove. You said one ingot a week? A week. One ingot a week is how much they are able to produce. Now, so that was, yeah, that wasn't, they were sending one ingot a week. That was the total amount that they were able to produce. It's not like they were like also putting the rest of it somewhere else and they were just taking one. no yeah okay like every uh, yeah everything that's that's, that's how much they can okay um it is a thousand gold it's a lot of money and it is and a true yeah and um you you do know that um the last ingot was sent about a week ago down river and then the one before that you see there is like a scribble yep. where it looks like one was 
sent, but then it was like erased or scratched out. A friend mm. Grau took that one off the market. Uh, well, no player player wise, that would have been, or player knowledge that would have been the one that she gave to Stoker Malwine. Oh, okay. If you remember from the cold open, she said that um, that she would she would blame that the the missing the missing ingot on the cobalts who fled. Uh-huh. Okay. So it was made, but then she kind of scratched it out and calculated it as a loss. But but then the one right after that was would have been, sent. Yeah. Okay. It was sent downriver. Yeah. Um, but as you heard in this episode's cold open, it was never received. Yeah. Um, All right, are we done Urkel's with this building? Going oh, to yeah. I mean, absolutely. I just think that that's that's proof that if this let is there anything in the ledger? I guess talking about the refuse or the arsenic or anything, any set like chemical separation mm. of arsenic going anywhere, or is it just the gold? Um, no, yeah. The the arsenic that they're pulling out of it is tossed. Okay, waste. so okay, there is no need for the arsenic. It's not a poison operation. It is simply cash that they're, I was they're wrong. sending down the river. Um, that's okay. I'm not... See, <laughs> Silas. It's okay. No, no uh, I knew it was a long shot. That's why I called it. You have to call the long shot. No, shots, but that's so really scary. It's a so Bloodville situation. You know? yeah. It is a very scary... Oh, no. Yeah. That's literally thing. how Bloodville happened. They poisoned silver yeah. pieces. Yeah. That's super um, scary. Don't we have an ingot that has arsenic in it? No, we left that. No, that That's is, it, uh, that is, yeah. We threw it, remember? When you marked it on your uh, your book that you're like, I'm marking the location of this at Hunter Gate, so when we go back there, if it's That's still right. there, we That's pick right. it up. We should have brought, we could have purified it here, right now. A week, a week's time. Well, I best. thought that was a week to extract the gold from like the ore oh, to well, get the potentially. arsenic out of it. Oh, no, no, yeah, it was, yeah, it's a week to get all the ore out and extract it. The, the, the process made me take a few hours sure. to... That's true. Okay, I mean, because it has to be kind of rinsed multiple times. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a... Can Urkel, while looking at the ledger, see if there's any recognizable marks to any anything from Cheliax or like any location names, anything that would point to a connection with anything that is bad? In any this. any breaks in the pattern? Like, like leading back to the Chalaxian mark to him is is what he's kind of hung up on, and so it's like any any distribution, anything about like where it's going. Yeah, no, there's none it's of that. Just down the river, only thing that this is keeping track of is kind of like weights on how much, like how much the ingots weigh, how how what's their purity level of okay. like gold, you know? Okay. Um, how making sure that they don't have arsenic, and then when what days they're sent out, they it it's all out outward stuff. Mm. Nothing coming in. No info about who it's going to in Blood Cove. Just that it's sent down river okay. to 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 Blood Cove. I will not waste any more time. Uh, unless anybody wants to do anything, let's move on. Uh, but definitely f- skipping throughout the journal and stuff, you see, you know, her referring to a group called the Masters, and that's who that's who the gold is going to is a group called the Masters. Okay. Okay. 
background noise. <laughs> let's uh, let's head down into this mine, see what the operation looks like down there. All right. Um, so yeah, you guys go near this pit, and as you're kind of approaching it, um, it basically is like a big spiral. Like you're gonna hugging the edge all the way down. It's only about 50 feet down completely. Um, and at the bottom of it, there is kind of this um, just refuse water, like like natural kind of water pooled up from digging, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but there are broken um, picks and uh, knocked over uh, wheelbarrows um, and all kinds of mining, uh, scaffolding, stuff like that. Um, but as you guys start to walk down, um, you just get a really strong sense of kind of, you know, rotten eggs, kind of just like a really gross smell. Kind of, you know, like poison. sulfur. Oh, poison. Um, okay, more like poison. You know, sure. like, I mean, I don't, I've never smelt arsenic, but uh, large quantities of some kind of like putrid smelling, just acid, acidity in the air. You know my breath? With the yeah. medicine check, can I de can I determine if it's safe to? Is just it be gonna be here? yeah dangerous to be down here? Um, yeah, give me a medicine check. Twenty nine. Um, you think it is safe? Uh, breathing in the air and stuff. It's not. It's gonna be unpleasant but it's not gonna be uh, dangerous long-term. Um, but definitely, Aaron, as you're, uh, as a medical person, you would say like any person who spends a long amount of time breathing this in is going to experience some really ill effects mm -hmm. over time. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, here's the game plan. Everyone put on these rubber gloves. We are going to get into this place, get what we need and get out. We cannot stay. You'll get acne and you'll have a hard time breathing, chronic headaches and stiff joints at minimum. So let's get to work. I think I feel it happening already. <laughs> That's just because you're <laughs> old. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Osteoporosis. Yeah, let's get down here and see what's <laughs> going on. Expedition yeah, search. Yeah, you do your expedition search. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you know, you guys spend uh, with Urkel pointing things out and everything. Um, you can see that, like, definitely, if you guys had some picks and stayed down here for like days mining, you could get some big chunks of ore. Like, this it's a big gold deposit here. Uh, it is unfortunate, though, that being here for that long would negatively impact your health tremendously. Um, and then obviously the ore, it, it really only matters um, if it's uh, smelted like the process you saw, right? Um, so very, very dangerous area. There's no one here. It looks like it's all been evacuated. Uh, there's no, there hasn't been any kind of ore mined recently. Um, yeah, you, you guys don't find anything other than the information of kind of the operation. I give a quick look uh, around the general <laughs> area and I search inside myself, asking myself, have I checked everything out? 
<laughs> what do I feel? Uh, you feel like this place has been 100%ed and you have all the achievements. Okay, let's do a quick double check because every time I feel that way, it's not accurate. No, I think we've done... <laughs> the game is bugged, though, and you are unable to get the last achievement. I need to strike my sword against every single corner of every wall. There's always a secret no. passage somewhere. I've played you've these 99% games. 99% of this area. This. There is a hidden no. idol under one of these squares. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to make a perception check on every single one of them. Uh, no, but yeah, you Dig guys, check. I'm assuming, get out of the mine at some point. Yeah. Um, you know, able to breathe air again. That feels uh, not so bad, except for Kaleri. Uh -huh. um, Sorry, Kaleri. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, what I, I'm curious, I'm genuinely curious. What are you guys, what is your plan? You've dealt a huge blow to the Cinder Claws. Um, seven out of the eight totems have been deactivated, and um, you've leveled up. So I'm, I'm wondering, where are the adventurers going? Are they going to be completionists? Or are they going to the fortress? I feel like we gotta get that eighth pillar. Yeah, it's worth it. They're like, it, it's just enough trouble to not take, like, like it is more trouble to ignore it than it is uh, to now, get rid of it, I think. Probably. Player knowledge, it is just the only wall left is a stun wall. So if you can resist the walkthrough, you're fine, and if you can't, you're stunned for a turn. It's a three-round stun, and then we're in. So it's really not, it's no like mind control or anything, but and it sounds it's like, like a four-day journey there from uh, here. That's a good point. That's actually a very good point. Nah, fuck it. But <laughs> seven out of eight. That's, this is actually making Chance lose his hair, but none of us no, stay. I, we, none I, of us finish Cyberpunk yet. We're like two-thirds done. <laughs> I'm just going to be... Uh, no, I, I I don't intend for you guys to 100% this little map. So um, I, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Either way, you guys go. Because I'm going to be like, well, there's benefit in going this way and there's benefit in going that way. So, uh, But really, it really is up to you. Um, yeah, I did tell Zach, like... If you if you counted all the effects that Frizzigig went through, um, it was like poison damage, fire damage, uh, the mind, mind control, control, and stun. And you guys have dealt with all the uh, all of the other three, so you know this one only stuns you for a certain amount of time. Um, you know, if you want to deal with that, if you want to, that, you know, does that cost Aaron a dispel magic spell slot? To deal with it, I don't know. Oh, it's, we it's just, yeah, you just kill the pillar, we walk in. Right? That's what we did last. Not that we do that, and I'm not trying to run. No, I, run I, was, I, I was saying, does he want to? can do that. Yeah. If he wants to burn it on the on the actual fortress, whatever. So. I'm game either way. We can either go get the last pillar and head over there, or we can just go straight there. I'm, Let's I'm game for Let's finish this. What, what, what does that mean? I think Kaleri is like shortest path, is what she yeah. wants, but she is going to listen to what the party wants to do after the events of the past week. Let's just get this over with. Let's take him down. Let's go home. I'm tired of this place. I think we hey, have the advantage. This the is my home, Frizzigig. Oh. Yeah, it's not <laughs> That's mine. That's true, <laughs> So, so we're, we're going to the, uh, we're going to the fortress. I believe so. Unless we have any naysayers. Shit. 
Aaron takes his backpack <laughs> and pours, pull, like pours out the inert gems, and it's just, it's not gonna be the same if I don't have the last one. So just fuck it. Fine, okay, let's go. we'll go get the last no, one. So he's, Aaron no, can he's have fine. All the no, gems. he has a no. bunch of gems. Aaron, I forgot you have there. to have all the gems. I'm you pretty sure they don't do anything. He needs every time I do it. I feel point. these eyes that look at me and are like, okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's the nothing sky. magical. There's nothing magical about the gym. Yeah, okay, but what like, happens when you bring them money? all together? Like yeah. the Chaos Emeralds. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I was like, Chaos Emeralds. That's all. <laughs> or how much about. money are they worth? I turn into Hyper Aaron. <laughs> how much money are they worth? I mean, they're, you know, maybe like. Let's be real, though. I don't think any of our characters are, are worried about money right now. They're like uncut gems. Like, they're, I mean. That movie made a ton of money. Urkel That's is definitely Sierra had big sparkly Leon. eyes in the mine. Um, yeah, so, you know, uh, at this point, Renale does kind of pipe up and says, um, I'm 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 OK with going anywhere that you guys think is appropriate, but I am really concerned about my friends, the elephant people. And I know I, I said, you know, about a week ago that I, I wanted to see how they were doing and things got busy, but I am really concerned that they may be in trouble. Remember when I said a week ago that this was important to me and you guys forgot about it? And you guys you told me something died to appease me six times. Now you're okay. talking about not. <laughs> okay. I think Renale has a point. We have to go south to help the elephant people at some point anyway. We might as well take care of the pillar while we're down there. If it's gonna save lives, I think it makes sense. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's what you're saying, Renale. Oh. It's what you're saying. Aaron starts scooping I'm, I'm back up the gyms. <laughs> Renale, are I'm you saying, saying we should we should go, you know, nix the bad guy so we can uh, go help these elephant people? No, I, I, I'm saying that I want to I want to see the elephant people before we go to the Fortress of Ah, uh, OK. Yeah, sure. Whatever. And that's what Some I was saying. Dirty manipulation tactics. Let's go <laughs> see the elephant people. Take care because of the putting words in my mouth. <laughs> that's what you just said, Renale. All right. So we should start heading north. Is South. what I'm hearing Renale say. South. No, that's that's where the weird giant compass rose is. You want to yeah, go to the that thing? People are. That's like no, a no, demonic no, 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 being. No, no, no. I've played the these games before. They're always where you least expect them. When you go to where Renale they are, turns invisible. they're not there anymore. Oh, <gasps> Aaron Gus okay. turns invisible. Well, turns invisible so she Let's can go north. Go. Let's go south. I'm leaving. Are you coming? Before you do anything, a bolt of lightning strikes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this um, is definitely one of those moments where if we don't go now, we go after and the elephant people are all dead. And Chan says, well, if you guys would have gone before you went to the fortress, then they wouldn't yeah, But what dead. if we go now right, 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 and they're right, all right. dead? And he's like, what if you went a week ago? <laughs> <laughs> then on. we all collectively say, fuck you, Chance. We okay. tried. All right, let's I'm go. I'm for that. Let's go. Let's go do it. Let's go do it right now this second 
totem, fortress, or elephant? Totem. Elephant. Wait, no, elephant. Elephant, people. I thought totem, 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 fortress. I don't, I, I don't elephant, see the Elephant, totem, fortress. I, I don't know what the mattress. Elephant, totem, mattress. fortress. Can you give us the mattress? Elephant, totem, fortress. Oh, ah. All right, elephant people are like freaking down here or something. Yeah, they're right here. Jesus, we are on the other side of the world. That is it's actually so one, many of these two, travel. three, four, five, six at worst, three at best. What if we go down the river? And and you have to. Oh yeah, if you build a raft, remember you can um, essentially triple move with the with the boat if it's on river tiles. So it's a two days right. journey on a raft, and then where's the last totem chance? Uh, Bottom corner, down here. Okay, opposite so, side. So, then we could travel back up the river, or is that change things? Nah, no need to go back up the river. Is there? You just spend a day faster. building the raft as well. I mean, is there upriver? We have a raft. That's how we got. No, man, we are so close to the fortress. <laughs> I know. I, Urkels of uh, honestly, like story-wise, I'm sure it's totally fine. But he definitely doesn't want any more preparation time. Like it's like we have been hitting like every day. Like we're just like crushing them, and it's like okay, now we're just gonna go away for like a week and a half and give you more time, like to prepare, because she knows she knows we're coming. Like so that's that's the story fear. But if I mean it's we're playing a video game, so it's fine. When I was at the fortress. And, you know, I was checking out the arcane ley lines. Yeah. Did the magic run only between the two pillars? Yes. So it wasn't like, like I, I'm asking because like, I'm trying to see it's not affecting anything else other than just creating this wall, right? Right. Okay. What, what wall? The wall that surrounds so the, the dome. The dome. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That seems, yeah, it seems to be like a, a defensive node. There's no, like, uh, energy running into the inside of the fortress. No, no. So nothing is hidden from us here. No. All right. So we can either go to the pillar, then to the elephant people, then to the fortress. The elephant people to the pillar, then to the fortress. Or... The fortress. Or I guess the pillars in the fortress. I mean, like, the elephant people are so far away. Aren't they all the way down there? They're here. Yeah. I bet. No, this is huge. This is this is big decisions. Like, what you do what you do has impact. What you do the echoes in eternity. die. Or they, we yeah. go save the elephant people, and they reboot some of the totems while we're gone. Like, what you do in this life. Echoes in a journey. They can't restart the well, totems. I took as the as crystals. <laughs> they got more. Who says they don't have more crystals? They're just uncut gems, right? They have yeah. more crystals. As soon as crystals? we take out <laughs> a tower, the the fortress is going to know like they are, there are no more defenses. Like their defenses are, are turned off, right? So right. it is kind of interesting to, the idea leave, of leaving the know. dummy one up. Oh, okay. And then just going. 
What if we just visit the elephant people after we do the fortress? Because, like, let's be real yeah. here. It's not going to take us a day. It's not going to take us more than a day to deal with this fortress. We're either going to die yeah. in a day or we're going to win in a day. Mm -hmm. And there's really yeah. not any in between there. So if Chance decides to kill the elephant people because we were a day late, that's on him, man. That's all I'm saying. That's a good point. And elephants are big and strong, and I'm pretty sure they don't need no little people <laughs> coming to help them out, you know? They are just, just malinky humans <laughs> that love elephants, and that is like their tribe animal. Look, if, I thought you said that they were elephant people that loved Mwangi. Yeah. No, that sounds <laughs> humans, more right. Humans. Chance, I think you meant that one. Okay, okay, okay but but like what if like the chance has the book and it says if the players choose to go to the fortress before they go help the elephant people the elephant people are dead and then they don't get to meet this really special cool npc that would help them in the final fight okay. in chapter six i hear you are we just let's be what like if? let's be like like just like like not you know let's let if we remove all metagame one of these one of these choices has big global uh, world-ending ramifications, and the other one is is a tribe of elephants. It's a tribe, people. yeah. And they placed it in the literal other end of but, the map, and, and we are so very far convenient. away from it. But it also has our friends' friends wishes in it. Yes. Which way? It's true. More than just a tribe in my heart. I'm gonna be honest. Yes. Does it weigh more than? Then Maybe the biggest threat to the world that we know of. We know of right now. Maybe. Currently. Where, that exists. Where's the fortress going, though? That's what I'm saying. Who knows what they're doing? They're, they, I know, they, I, just I know what us I'm, I'm not voting. going there doesn't, I mean, doesn't I, I think we should vote. prevent them. Yeah. Are we voting as okay. players or as characters? What's the character? Draw straws. I mean, that doesn't okay. work. One, one is elephant people, two is fortress, three is totem. Vote as your damn character. as my character. That's say, not what I want as a player. And and I will vote as Renali. Okay. What are the options again? Chance. Elven people. This is such fortress, a bad idea. Totem. We don't have to do this. <laughs> I, I say all we yes. should do, but it's a vote. terrible idea. Yes. I hate this. We need to vote. I hate it. I know it's gonna happen. Are you just holding up fingers? Is that what we're doing? Well, okay, okay, just vote, and then we can see where everyone's at, and then you guys can continue discussing. All right, I have my vote. It's right below my camera. Me too. Yeah, so one is too. Fortress, two is Elephant People, three is Totem. No, one is Elephant People, two, two is, is Fortress, fortress. Three, is three is Totem. Yeah. And we're voting as characters? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this isn't the final vote. This is where everyone's currently. This is where I'm at. You can change, you can change. Okay. All right. Three, two, three, two, one, go. <laughs> that is three twos and two ones. All right, Renale votes Elva people. Aaron votes Elva people. Kalaria votes Fortress. Urkel votes Fortress. Frizz votes Fortress. But Aaron has to vote for Renale. Kalari says, Kalari says, look, 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 look. That is what I want. But I equally want to take care of the elephant people because I know what it's like to lose family. So I voted in my best interest, but I... Can, I do not care either way. I mean, I do. I mean, I really care. This is like my whole life's like story here on the line, you know, dealing with this really like evil guy. But what, I, what I'm trying to say is if the elephant people are in danger, who knows how much time they have left? Aaron turns to Renale. That's it. Like I'm looking at it. <laughs> She's invisible. I'm just kidding. I see her. Um, 
Sometimes uh, it just doesn't work out the way you thought it would. Sorry, Renale. What? Let's the go. Fuck? <laughs> if we, if we pass, if we from here, if we head all the way down to the elephant people, it's going to take us at best three to four days. We're literally going past the fortress. By the time we pass the fortress, help the eleven people, and come back, like Clary kind of mentioned, it'd only be probably about an hour between the time that we deal with the fortress and then continue on our journey towards the elephant people. Just think it makes more sense. We, if we, go, if we go deal with the elephant people now, we lose a week or more. Yeah, we can't. We I, can't afford to do that. I. I'm sorry. I. I'll just say this. When I was out alone on my journey, it was the elephant people that protected me against a beast that almost got the better of me. And they gave me the supplies I needed to continue my journey. And then I end up in a weird portal. And the next thing I knew, I'm with you guys. So I feel like I owe them a debt, and I just want to make sure they're okay. We'll do that. Because from what I've seen of this area, of this jungle, these cultists have destroyed and attacked any living thing, including your people. Pointing at Clary. I understand that we've made good strides in taking them down, and maybe now is the time to deal the final blow. I'm just worried that Maybe we've wasted too much time already. Maybe they've been dead for weeks now. I don't know. It's just been eating away at me. And I don't think any of the decisions we've made so far were bad ones. I just wanted you all to know that it's been eating away, that I feel like I owe them something, and I know how strong we are, and I'm just worried that it's been, we've been too late. No, I, like, I get it. I hear you. I understand. We're going to make sure they're okay after we make sure them and everyone else in the world is okay. They're included. If, if, if we can deal with the fortress, they're included in that. Like, I, I, I just... Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you got to make... You can't save everybody. And that's okay. It has to be okay. You just gotta do what you can. All right. Well, then let's end this. And she's just gonna start walking away. Frizzy, you should really learn to speak with more sensitivity. That's all I'm saying. I just want you guys to know that I hope sometimes you just can't save everyone and that's okay. I hope that comes back to bite all of you in the ass. I didn't say I just, anything. I truly do not think spending an extra week in game. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not I saying that say as any, I just think, I just love that line that you said. And I really <laughs> hope story-wise that that comes back and blows up in your face. It's not gonna so. go, I mean like, what? <laughs> Frisky is making the, the choice that he feels like he has to make. I don't like it's no, no, he's, he's not gonna no, regret that it. Was, 
No, it's that not was 100% the decision. for his. He's it not was good. Okay, okay, I it was good. No, just I, narrative I think wise. that was great. Okay. I'm okay. just saying He's saying wise, your rationale <laughs> could be just such sweet irony. <laughs> Okay, Urkel's about to die, yeah, and we the, like have to no, get out. Listen. And Rinale says, The situation, it's very funny. The situation <laughs> of the elephant people will not change from the time we handle the the fortress yes. to the time we get down there. It is going to be our difference. That is, they're also, dead, mm. they're already dead. Yeah, have you ever, have like, you ever, and it doesn't matter if we get there before. Now. <laughs> I know what I, I get that, but if they're dead, they're already dead. Yeah. Also, if there's a magic there item that's going to help us with armor or claws, there was definitely a I don't heads up a comment that We're going said Renale will remember that when Frizzigood said that line. <laughs> yeah, she gave fine. him a side smile. Also, I mean, I'm just saying she did say like game game weeks ago, like, hey, we should go check out on my friends. And you guys were very close to that. Yeah, thing. we just forgot. And you, and you didn't go. <laughs> so. Anyways, let's 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 get on with this episode. <laughs> it's fucked. Let's head We're out to the fortress. Also, yeah, I, mean, I think the consequences of ignoring this problem for too long, for, for much longer, are too big. Couldn't agree because, more. Because because if if we if we mess this up, that also affects the elephant tribe. Okay, that's yeah. true. Um, okay, so I'm gonna give you guys the benefits survival wise. Uh, the same benefits you guys got at the temple because this is some kind of settlement. So you guys treat it as one better. So go ahead and give me a survival check for to rest here for the night. Okey-do. I got you. Um, so if you get a success, that means no random encounter. Um, 19. <laughs> uh, it's a fail. So it's a normal, just regular su success. That's nice. Um, and that is a four, so no random encounter. Bizarre. And I, I will say this, because of the strides you guys have made to like reducing the amount of like enemies and encounters in the area, the odds of random encounters has gone down too. Sweet. They fear Which the I think name cool. of the God Slayer. So, <laughs> um, so that, are you guys gonna spend a day to build a raft to go down river? It's gonna be significantly faster, right? Yeah, so it, it basically gives you an extra hex per day as long as it's got water on the hex. So, so like you burn a day now to gain a day every time you, or you know, what I'm saying, every time you move. But, but it's we essentially could take the raft gonna down take. River. It's gonna take two days either way, right? So we build a raft yeah. and then we travel through hexes and then we're at the. Fortress. Well, we, we just across the water regardless. I mean, we, or we, we could tie it off and yeah. then ride that down all the way to the river to the elephant people when we're done and get there. A little That's bit. true. That saves us time for that. Okay. Yeah, I'm down to build a raft. Okay. So crafting check from Frizz. I'm sure you'll pass it. It's like DC like 20 or 15 or something like that. Uh, I got a... Plus eight is 16. 26. <laughs> okay. All right. So you guys have a really nice raft. Ooh, a yacht. Um, go, go ahead and give me another survival check for the day of rest. The Sabbath. 34 natural crit <laughs> for the Sabbath. Okay. All right. So that is a, a double crit. Double crit. You guys, get, you guys get really good night's sleep. Sleeping. Very well rested. Eating jerky. Sleeping easy. Dried fruit. You get on your raft and you guys are going to head back down to the familiar bog where the Fortress of Sorrow is. Right? Right. Right. 
Okay. Time passes as you guys wade down the river. And eventually you get to the uh, fork where the this little like narrow strip of the Vanji gets to a much wider area of the river. Um, and you have the current on your side, which I believe gives you a boost of speed. So um, it's quicker than you guys originally thought, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but you guys get to the swamp in one day. And it is now that you guys are waiting. Thick trees are alongside you, moss, and you guys are using your brand, like long branches as oars to kind of navigate this kind of narrow waterway. The water is mostly stagnant and still. Um, and eventually up ahead of you, you see there is a large red fortress made of hard packed clay and there is a violet force field outside of it. And up where on the ramparts where you once saw Bugards stationed with crossbows, there is no one. We killed them already. Just the two large... Just the two large um, tree trunk doors of the fortress. What do you do? It's time. Are we ready? I believe so. Let's do this. Um, are you? What's? What are you doing with the force field? Did Renali take this spell magic? She does not know it. Okay. Um. Let's just look. I We're am. We're gonna have to dispel and then jump. We did level quick. up, correct? We slept. Yeah. You have leveled up. Yeah. yeah. You. Yeah. I will use a dispel magic on the pillar. Shoot! We're just jumping in then. Okay. Give I me a we're... counter. What do you? Of course jumping in no 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 i love it i love it let's freaking go give me a counter uh or your it's it's a We're doing spell it's like a spell now. attack yeah. yeah yeah 33 yeah a 33 yeah. dispelling bolt is a success springs forth from my hand it is a success let me move you guys over to that map Nullifying lightning, like scatters across the pillar. Um, yeah. So you guys, um, I'll go ahead and move you guys right here, where the force field is, oh, and is you hit the pillar, and zoom, 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 zoom. It powers down, and I need to roll to see how long it is going to be powered down. Okay. Do I? What do you guys do? Do I Jump know? Through. Do I know? Like how long that um you can do another arcana check on the on the entire force this is costing me time no okay. no this will be you could we'll say you did this before um 34 um it is 1d4 rounds is okay. how long it lasts okay. we jump through okay as the last person Renale hops through at the end of her turn Zoom, six seconds, it's back up. Urkel points the sword cane out. I brand lights blade. his body of 
Aaron lights his body aflame. <laughs> flame move on! Towards, move towards the big log door. Yeah. He bangs on the door. Don't bang on the door. Stop that. I bang on the door. Stop. I touch my staff to the door and light it aflame. Wait. Ooh. Flame on. <laughs> Stop. Do you really do that? What do you want to do? No, I pull open the door by the Wait, knocker. Wait, check for traps, and then we can strength check to try to open the door. Come Why on. Why would you trap the front door? Nobody traps the, the front traps. door. So so this this building, the central part, is 20 feet tall, has a flat roof, and then, um, let's see. Yeah, the door is just a ginormous door. Is there a okay. keypad? No, I mean, it, it's literally like you have to like pull it. Like you have to pull the entire thing open. Yeah, and it's, it's just very a heavy, heavy door. Unless somebody okay. wants to climb up on the wall and try to peer inside. You didn't see any yeah. windows. I can check for traps really fast. I mean, okay. there is a way though, because they were coming from beneath onto the, like. but like, yeah, I, guess I still you, think the you have door. to. You'll have to do an athletics check. I'll say that to open this door, to like pull it open. Okay. Yeah, but we could just climb like, on the roof and enter from the ceiling. <laughs> Think about that. How dope would that be? It's a good point. 26 on the check for traps. Uh, you see no traps or locks okay. of any kind. Uh, can Kaleri, do we just want to call out to her? Kaleri is going to say one second, and she's going to, can she climb up? Any, like, is this climbable? Uh, give me athletics check. I mean, if you see, there are some periodic rough handholds. Okay, I mean, if it's an athletics check, I'm, I'm gonna hit it. I'm just letting you know that right now, Chance. I am an athlete. <laughs> 33. Okay, yeah, you can climb on top of the roof. What an and athlete. so the central building, I'll say the central building. So like anywhere inside that kind of shape, mm -hmm. that rectangle, that rectangle is like uh, going to be like thirty feet tall, I think. Oh. Okay. Um, but the rest of it is like flat, you know. Um. There's like another another domed structure on top. Twenty foot. Yeah. Hat. There's another twenty foot taller. Yeah. Dome. A, a dome hat, if you will. But you don't see any kind of entryways into, you know, it's just a flat roof. Might be a secret door. It might be on the, the taller dome. Okay, I'm gonna climb back down. Okay. I think <laughs> it's pretty bad. I think it's pretty badass to go through the front door and just take everything that's yeah. positioned at us and yeah. then still win. Yeah. Let's do it. I think we just we call out, right? We no, open we just the door. Open we just say like, "Hey, we're here. You knew we're coming." Send all your <laughs> yeah at us let's, again. Let's not. Exactly like last time. I don't like. They're that all plan. dead. I think we should. There's still, there's still. There's still. There's a couple two of scary ones. Chimeras and a golem in Belmazog, and I would prefer not to Easy. fight all of them at once because we will die. Probably. Let's open the door. Okay, I'm gonna make an athletics check to open the door. Does anybody want to assist me? I'll help. Okay, thank you. Okay. Yes. Twelve. Thirty-two for my check without any uh, help yet. Okay, oh, 32, you are able to open it. Um, you, you're able to open it about like 10 feet wide. You just yank it, rip it open, right? And as you 
yank open this door, you were inside the Fortress of Sorrow. The interior walls of the hallway before you are covered with six-inch wooden spikes carved to resemble dragon's teeth. Along the north wall stand four wooden doors and a statue of a humanoid dragon stands in the center of the room. But you all have seen this thing move and know this is not just a statue, but a golem made of clay. Mm -hmm. And as you pull open the door and yank it open, it shifts and draws its weapon and engages you in combat. Roll for Reggie Rock. Here we go. Reggie Rock. And it is re- it is represented by a Reggie Rock. Duh. 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 <laughs> 34 for Clary. 30. 26 for Frizzy. 30. Okay. Clary, your move. I'm going to rage. I'm going to look at Urkel. And he's going to rage. <laughs> Let's <laughs> fucking go. What do you say to him? What do you say to him? I say. I bet you're weirder this. than me. We've been at this for weeks. And I'm about tired of it. Let's go home. Urkel, you and me at the front. And then I'm going to sprint forward after glaring at Urkel and lighting, igniting his coals. My coals uh, are jimmied. My his jimmies coals are, are ruffled. Jimmied. Rustled my jimmies. And I'm going to immediately strike at the clay golem, not knowing anything about it. Any resistances or, you know, immunities, but... No, you didn't need that. We're going nah, to kill it. I'm a barbarian. It's just a, I just, it's a bunch of rocks. You know, I just swing. That's all I do. Uh, it's a, a bunch of give me. Reggie rocks. Okay. It's a bunch of Reggie rocks. Uh, concealment is a 15. And then to hit is a 30. Does a 30 hit chance? A 30 is a hit. All right. Dope. And damage portion of the show. 25 points of damage to my boy Gollum. Uh, you knock off and slice a piece of red clay off of it, but not as big as a slice as you'd want. It's got some kind of resistance. Ooh, okay, good to know. That's my turn. All right. Um, then up next is going to be Aaron or Frizzigig, you can choose. I'd say Aaron or me. Oh yeah, I think it's Aaron or Urkel. That's what I meant. Oh. Uh, you want to let me go first? Oh uh, yeah. Okay, I want to do a check on it. Okay. Um, Arcana. I'm assuming. Yeah. It is made by someone, after all. Actually, no, no, it's crafting. Oh, you're right. Because it's, it's a construct. Um, I, me doing it doesn't stop Frizzigig from doing it, right? Later. No. So you could ask two different questions. One could do weaknesses, one could do, you know. 33. 33 is a success. What would you like to know? I want to- What's the most important piece of information? I want to know its resistances and defenses. Is it immune to magic as I suspect? Gollum anti-magic. 
Um, this golem, so this is cool about Tui, they are, depending on what they're made of, have different kind of anti-magic. This one, if it is hit with any kind of acid damage, it is healed. Um, but if it is harmed by any cold or water, it takes extra damage. Oh. 5d10 extra damage from cold or water and 2d6 from any AoE or persistent. Oh. Really? Holy. That's interesting. Wait, wait, Jackson, man, I, have wait I have to wait. I have to wait till I had I I have to wait till the next turn. He has to wait. <laughs> uh, I also fucked up because I was trying to read its defenses, but I accidentally gave you one of its weaknesses. But it's okay. I guess that's um, kind of what I meant. Like, yeah. Um, but because it it was wrapped into one, so my bad. But that is its defenses. Uh, but it is also immune to acid, bleed, death effects, disease, doomed, drained, fatigued, healing, magic. Uh, see below that I just explained. Mental, necromancy, non-lethal attacks, paralyzation, poison, sickened, unconscious, and it resists all physical by 10 except adamantine. Okay. So you said mind effects, just to make sure you did yeah, say that? so no fainting. Yeah, figured. Cool. But it can still be flat-footed. Yeah. And it's unimmune from precision, so you just can't faint it. But anyways, there you go. That is your one action. What would you like to do with the other two? I would like to... Frizzy, you got any cold bombs? I do. I made extra uh, this time just in case. I have six frost files. <laughs> You geniuses. I, I want to haste Frizzigig. Oof. All right. Chuck an extra bomb, your turn. don't you? Um, Urkel, your turn. You're raged. Urkel pops his Kaleri's knuckles, and it sounds like Thunder. bombs going off in his hands. He is going to charge in there as fast as he can, screaming with Kaleri, and try to get on the backside here. That wouldn't be flanking still, and this wall's in the way, so. I think it would be if it's a large creature, because we can uh, draw a line through the corner of it, a square that it is. Uh, right. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, so that's still flanking. Okay. And then he's going to, well, let's see here. I was right there. So it's two move actions wait, to get wait, there. Wait, we should have attached that talisman to your sword. We're done. I was going to say, could I have done that during downtime the previous night? You could have, but you didn't say okay. it. That's fine. <laughs> no, it's fine. It doesn't bleed, so it's fine. That's like, true. That's true. That, that no is bleed true. damage. So. so I will strike it with the sword cane. Ooh, 97 teeth. Uh, a 34. That is a hit. Okay. Also, Urkel. Um, Oh, also for listeners, I, I don't get? think you said this yes. on air. What do I get? Uh, make sure, Zach, that Urkel adds um, some false health to his current health mm -hmm. pool. It's going to be his level plus his con mod. And he also gets an extra two damage on attacks from the rage. It's the base rage. But you take a minus Say that one again? to AC. I'm sorry. Say that one more time. So you're gonna Sorry. add you're gonna add um, your con mod plus your level to your health, and that's why you're okay. raging. You get false health, 
and you yes. rage for a minute and you also get two additional damage on strikes but you also take a minus one to ac okay so on that strike i got a 24 points okay. of piercing damage with everything added into it. so did the piercing seem to go through better than the slashing did or just about the same only yeah, it's, physical, it, it's, right? it's resist 10 all, all physical, except right. it's with adamantine okay. yeah. so um so maybe a future upgrade for one of you later but uh okay that is going to be urkel's turn right yep and uh frizzigig your turn all right uh i am going to throw a frost file um well i'm gonna have to move yes uh, yeah, Frisky is going to run in. Uh, yeah, I'll go right there. Uh, and he is going to pull one of his uh, extra Frost Files. Uh, and um, try and mess him up. This thing is so big. Okay. I'm so excited for Aaron's next turn. Got a 27 to hit. You miss. Hmm. Well, that. Wait, that a big is chance? Is he only flat-footed for being Urkel? Yeah. Okay. Chance that was a big. That was a big number, though. And he's got a bigger number. <sighs> Well, he still Does takes he splash. Take splash? Okay, which is four. Takes four cold damage. And the weakness procs an extra ten. We already know. <laughs> we already know what it well, is. We already though. know. <laughs> well, no, it's if it if it procs, it's five d ten. <laughs> oh no no no. Okay, it's from from air. It says. 5d10, and this is 2d6 from areas and persistent. I'm gonna say splash is area. is area. That is area. Yes, so, that is exactly area. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so do 2d6. Nice. Nice. Additionally, to the four. Uh, eleven total. Eleven total, and that gets through. Every, you know, all its dr and stuff. Nice. So. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so wait, nice. what's the damage? It's like ten. 5d 5 10 on like you do like one point of cold and it tacks on an extra 5d 10 okay one point of water and an extra 5 I, I believe unless unless it overrides it I'll double that doesn't check, make sense and then with aoe it does 2d6 2d6 because mm. if it was 5d 10 like that could be potentially weaker than certain characters could dish out right oh no 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 no, no. Harmed by any magic of this type that targets the golem causes it to take the listed amount of damage instead of the usual effect. Uh, so it overrides the damage. That makes uh, it. That, that, okay. <laughs> okay, so seven. But still, like, whatever spell you have probably doesn't do 5d10. Yeah. You know? Like, you could do a literally a cantrip, a cantrip frost. Actually, probably what I'll end up doing. Yeah, because yeah. so. it's Dude, just so much bang for that You shouldn't waste. Yeah. yeah. It's like. So, 
It's like the most value cantrip that I'll ever cast. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, okay, so that's for the uh, No, I have one more action. Well, I guess I had, I've, I've been hasted, more? so I have two more. Um, well, you move. And as long move. as he gets splash, you deal well, two Well, haste gives you an extra one, right? Haste yeah. gives you an extra one. I thought you moved in through two, but yeah, you're good. No, I moved. I did one move one. and one throw. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. throw another one. Okay. So minus five to this one. Yes. 13 minus five is eight plus 17. Uh, that number is kind of nuts. Uh, is it Wait, did you not get minus 25. for it being the second one thrown? No, he does. I said 13 minus five is eight, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. then eight plus it. So 25 total. Miss. It's 2d6. Whatever you do, don't throw acid at it. <laughs> That's <gasps> 11 points All of right. damage. Ooh. Got a six and a five. Nice. All right. Um, you don't even have crazy to doing 22 damage on a yeah. miss. <laughs> Two misses. Just the splash damage parking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, awesome. and then I am going. Okay. To... Identify monster. Yes, dude. that's exactly what I'm going to do. You guys could yeah. have not have known any. Yeah. Of I'm going gonna, gonna to identify. What trade am I using? Sid. Crafting. Crafting? Yeah. Crafting. They took out the ability to make golems for player characters. That they sucks. Buy. They're going to bring they it back. They have to. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. No, yeah. They're just going to put what, it behind uh, a paywall. What would you like to know? Uh, special abilities. Okay. This is... Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. This is the fun, <laughs> this is the fun bit. Uh, cursed Wound. A creature hit by the clay golem's fist must succeed a DC 29 fortitude <laughs> save or be cursed until healed to its maximum HP. The cursed creature can't regain any HP except via magic, and anyone trying to cast a healing spell must succeed a DC 29 counteract check or the healing has no effect. Hey, 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 don't, don't let it touch you. It also... Um, has the ability to quicken once per day, start of its turn. Free action can trigger a quicken, and it becomes quicken for one minute. So hastened, basically. Um, and then its last ability: a severely damaged clay golem has a chance of going berserk if it is fifty or fewer hit points at the start of its turn. It must succeed a DC five flat check or go berserk. Berserk Golem wildly attacks the nearest living creature or object if no creatures are nearby. And it's, um, it gains the Berserk Slam effect, which deals an extra 1d8 damage and knocks the target prone. Um, wow. what, what causes it to go Berserk again? Under 50 health. Once, once it's under 50 at the beginning of its turn, it rolls a flat check to see if it goes, uh, goes Berserk. And, um, does that five. Slam also count for the curse thing? That's yes, just on, all on, attacks, on any all hit. strikes. Yeah. This is a nasty creature. Hey, that thing is really unstable. It's really dangerous. Be careful. One more action for us, I think. No, that was my last one. Or no, that was mm-hmm. that was that was the last one. All right, Renale, her turn. She is going to go ahead and cast Stone Skin on Clary. Much obliged. So 
But Which remember, it lasts for 20 minutes. So go ahead and mark every, I'll, I'll mark two every time you get hit. Um, okay, that was her turn. Now it is the golem's turn. And it is going to quicken at the beginning of its turn. And with four actions, it is going. And Jackson, could you double check and see if Quicken gives it an extra? I think that I think it just basically makes it hasten. But if you could double check, its first attack is going to go towards Urkel for dealing consistent damage to it, the most damage so far. Twenty-eight. That's a hit. 21 bludgeoning and you are now cursed. Um, okay. Real quick, Chance. Um, yeah. Because it, he, you get an additional action at the start of your turn each round. Many okay. effects specify the actions that you can take, but not necessarily. So I think it can take any action. However, oh, cool. because Quicken has the effect at the start of your turn, you don't immediately gain actions if you become Quicken during your turn. Okay, so it's next so turn. So next will, turn it will okay. be quickened. Okay, cool. I mean, it's done. quickened, but it doesn't get the extra. It's like yeah. the, the extra action only is its first. Yeah. Uh, okay, Urkel 21 bludgeoning, and you are now cursed. Um, Perfect. I'm going to share the love. going to go ahead and hit Kaleri and make her curse too. Attempt um, to hit Kaleri. Only a 28. I think that's a hit. Twenty bludgeoning, and you are cursed. And then one last hit for Urkel. Uh, so what, before you say, don't tell me the answer yet. Uh, this yeah. reaction is going to be on this run. Kaleri starts the next round, right? Yeah. Uh, Kaleri does. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll use Nimble Dodge on this. Nimble Dodge. Okay. Thirty-two. Not a crit, but it does hit. Minimum damage: fourteen bludgeoning. Okay. And that's its turn. Kaleri. Uh, part of me, I don't know if I'm forgetting, but did we find out whether or not it has resist or weakness to fire? It is not resistant to not fire. Not resistant to fire. Okay. Good to know. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and do my swinging thing for my first attack and attempt to hit it. So I'm going to roll concealment first. Uh, 13. I'm going to roll to hit for 31. That is a hit. 29 damage. Okay. One moment, Kaleri. As you strike him for 29 damage, I strike him in the back as he reels back with my new opportune... Well, hold on. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> opportune backstab. I get to use my reaction to hit him oh, when Kaleri hits I him. I love it. And you the rage damage. And the freaking rage damage, baby. 31 to hit. That is a hit. 25 points of piercing damage. Okay. 
You guys are chip, chip, chipping away. Yeah, we're getting minus 10 to every single attack, though, which is yeah, rough. A yeah, a little bit trash. Kind of rough, but it is is what it is. Um, okay, I'm going to go ahead and swing once more. Concealment first, of course. 15. And the attack roll, a 19. How do you like that? 19 is a miss. All right. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Total 19? Yes. Total 19. I rolled a 7. Okay. Yeah. At a that's minus a miss. 5. It's a miss. Um, and for my final action, I am going to breathe on him. Yes. The fire okay. of judgment from the false prophet. <laughs> <laughs> I was. You were molded by it, Clay <laughs> Uh, I need a reflex save from this big fat clay golem. Um, 24. Are you serious, dude? You're yeah. kidding. That's why. That's why. No. Fucking class DC exactly. Okay. Whatever. Eat clay, dude. Eat clay. How? Tell me how this <laughs> clay golem is supposed to move fast enough. You know, don't worry about He's it. He's quickened. Don't worry about Magic. it. Magic. Don't. Yeah, it is quick. It just uses agility. Dodges out of the way. Um, he okay, he's going to take uh, half, so he's going to take seven points of fire damage. Okay. Which doesn't get resisted, so. It's something. It's honest right. work. <laughs> it's honest work. Honest work. Um, okay, we are going to move along to Urkel or Aaron. Or I think Aaron went first. Aaron first, time. yeah. That is true. I did go first last time. Um, okay, I want to move here, and then I want to cast Ray of Frost. All right. The most money Ray of Frost. <laughs> ever cast. Let's hope it hits. Uh, thirty-one. That is a hit. Five d five d ten damage on a cantrip. Do I get to add my spell modifier? <laughs> uh, Ooh. is that if, if you normally do? Then yes. Yeah. Put out the calculator ah. real fast. Ah. Oh no 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 no! It says five. Yeah, five d ten. It replaces it. It replaces the usual effect. So just five d ten. Oh, uh, my mistake, Jackson. You could have used Arcana for this. It, it gives you the option of Arcana or crafting. Whoa, whoa. I think I did it too many times. It's 5d10, right? Yeah. 68 points of damage. 30 points of damage. All right. Oof. <laughs> a spell On that little... normally does... <laughs> what? Like, like a d8. 3d4. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so dumb. Okay. That's Aaron's and Urkel, your turn. Is it two actions to use Ray of Frost? 
Yes. Oh man. Okay. Um, Why? What do you want? Oh, I just was wondering if you could do it twice in one turn. That'd be crazy. Need more DPS. I should have hastened myself. Pew, 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 pew. Um, Urkel is going to take a strike. I should haste with sword game. <laughs> Twelve. Two spells. Two spells. Why haven't I done that? Well, actually, I don't know. I forget. Does a does a, a cantrip like that count as a strike? I mean, look. Twenty nine. I doubt it. No. Nope. Twenty nine is Wait. a hit. Oh right. Nice. Yes, it does. That, there you that go. one does. It's an attack. So. Cool. So I'm assuming ones with spell attack rolls do. Double striker, Aaron. Akimbo spells. That's 21 points of damage on the first attack. 21 damage, you said? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And then um, he is going to, uh, in a- We are in berserk range. This is your mode. Um, and then- Berserk digi mode. <laughs> 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 Okay, hold on. I'm so sorry. Digimon, Berserker Monster. Digivolved into a Berserker Monster. I said, I said <laughs> last week that the the Metal Dragon was like a Cyclops from Destiny, but this is more like it. <laughs> yeah, the Berserk effect. You know. It's Golrurumon. <laughs> Golrurumon. <laughs> you remember Golrurumon? I don't the remember any Digimon except for Akuman. Akuman. I really like the Digimon. <laughs> All right, Zach. In his yes, in his rage is going to froth at the mouth and look very scary. And even if this thing doesn't speak a language, he's just going to be intimidated. Wait, is this a mental? If it's a effect? mental effect. It doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. you can finish. Demoralize. Demoralize does not work. Yeah, no, it's no. a mental effect. Okay, I trip him. This thing, it's Ooh. a robot. You can't scare you can't a robot. Can't scare a robot. I trip him. That. It's got code. You can't scare code. You can't scare code. Come on. Then I'm going. What are you doing? Zach? I'm tripping him. You do take an attack penalty because technically tripping is an attack. Oh, Zach's fucked. I'm just yeah. kidding. No. Yeah, that's fine. Trip the. Twenty nine. Reflex or reflex uh, save. Or what's your reflex, reflex DC? DC? It's the reflex DC. How big is the? How okay, big uh, is it? What'd you? It's a uh, large. Okay. So what did you roll? Hold on, let me triple check that. Oh, it's athletics, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Twenty-seven. Then, sorry. And that's with the minus five. Mm -hmm. Is that your second attack? Yes. And that's that's with a minus five to it. Yeah, I think so. You're making him question everything now. Yeah, hold on. Hey, if you can get 31s on your minus 10. <laughs> Trudeau. No. Is that his first attack or his second? Or I mean, is that his second or third attack? Second attack. So it's just minus. Okay. Yeah. Minus five? Yeah. To it? Oh, yeah. minus four because it's an agile weapon, right? No, oh, it's not. No, it's minus five. Okay, I got an 18 plus 14. Minus five. 27. Ooh, hold on. 27. 27. 27. You're freaking him out, James. <laughs> Wait, do you only have a plus 14 on your sword game? Is it? Yeah, on, on athletics. No, it's athletics. Oh. It's athletics. Yeah. It's a, it's oh. A, yeah. It's a trip. Okay. Chance. Okay. 
He is tripped. Oh, he, is tripped. he on his ass though. He on his clay nice. ass though. <laughs> you cracked his ass. Okay. Sit back okay. Down. He is prone. And then he I hit prone. him. I hit him again. Okay. This time, just so step on his my, face. He, he's got a minus four to AC. It's a nineteen, and I'll show you. I'll show it to you. That's a natural. That's fine. 19. I believe it's a natural you. Natural nineteen. And it's minus. <laughs> Eight to my hit? Minus eight. You are you punching? No. <laughs> no. Then it's minus ten. But it says sword cane, isn't it like a it's my sword cane. It's it's not agile. Oh he's right. It's it's finesse, but it's not oh. agile. Twenty-six. That's a hit. Wow. Who freaking knew? It's it's, it's flat footed <laughs> and it's a minus four to melee. Does it still do the thing? Tripping's actually like appropriate. Does it get, does prone, I don't, it doesn't still give the plus two. 20 points of damage. Ranged, right? Does it? Yeah, it All does. Right. I think it's plus four to ranged AC. How much damage? 20. All right, boys. Urkel is, has, has wrestled this Titan, knocked it down. Um, Then it's gonna be Frizzigig's turn. Frizzigig, kill it. Um, I'm just, I'm gonna keep freezing it. It's in Berserk Digi mode. Pew, 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 freeze, freeze, freeze. Berserk right, Digi mode. Treat it like Chrome with 30 tabs open, freeze his ass. <laughs> All right, that one's a 29 to hit. This guy only has Twin. four gigs of RAM, oh. obviously. <laughs> I, probably it's two, on, It's on real. its ace chance. <laughs> Yeah, but it's got range. It's got a boost to range. Oh yeah, okay. Because it's prone. Oh, Let no. me double check. But even oh wait, is, is, does it get a plus four to range attacks when it's prone? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Like. Uh, that's what, okay, so when it it's like so flat footed. On the ground, you know. So flat flat footed minus two flat footed minus two to attack rolls. Uh, you can only crawl or stand. Um. You can take cover while prone to hunker down and gain greater cover against red jacks, even if you don't have to an object to get behind, gaining plus four bonus to it. Oh, so you have to do it intentionally. Oh, oh he yeah, it's intentionally. I like yep. that. So never cool. mind. I, I, I like that too. That. Yeah, I like that a lot. That is good actually. Mm -hmm. Uh in that case, uh like hitting the deck. That's a hit. Yeah. Alright. So that's five D ten. So 5d10. 5d10. Frizz, you can just kill this guy right here. And if you don't, we will mock you. <laughs> you can just kill if him right, on the ground right now. You can throw another bomb. In your brain, you hear the sound of. Um, yeah. Bingo Blast Barrel say, Yeah, I always use frost vials. <laughs> 37 <laughs> the points of damage. 37 points Yes. It explodes and a frost completely covers it as it's like one giant rock dragon icicle. There's a gig. And Looks a cold gust of wind, you know, free chills all of you. Goosebumps. There's a gig. Looks at the camera. He's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> kind of looks off and then he looks off in the distance a little bit and he says, I guess that was 
super effective and he takes him off <laughs> i was thinking pretty cool or something yeah i was stupid. thinking of a pun <laughs> so i'm like chill pun. <laughs> well no it's a pokemon him. right Blank chill out that's pretty fun. <laughs> that is pretty fun. yeah so it still works yeah. put his ass yeah, yeah i like ice. it i like it yeah okay um yeah let's just go ahead and call that the end of episode 62. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice hey i guess that was super Still effective <laughs> <laughs> I, guess. I guess that was super effective put that on a t-shirt <laughs>